welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that feels if you decide to just up and leave your wife and children to go live with aliens in space, we can't really be mad at you. I'm your host, Matt Dasher. Uh, I'm I'm Ian. Hmm. I'm Seth. Uh, Seth's not feeling very well, but we're professionals and we're going to do this anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Seth's got the Seth's got the lung aids apparently, so we're just going to uh, push through this as best we can. Yeah. We were going to cover uh, Wakanda forever, but because of Seth's illness, um, he was unable to get to the movie theater and watch it. So I picked another movie that we were going to watch last night, something just on a whim that I haven't seen in probably about 10 years, but it's always been one of my top 20, top 25 favorite movies of all time. Um, and that is the 1977 Steven Spielberg film Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Starring Richard Dreyfus and a very young cameo by Mr. Carl Weathers. Um, Not yeah, only that, I, people have noted. Like, there was a uh, uh, the, the, there, I, I, I was I was going to do this later, but the, the, at the very end, there's a shot of the crowd, and the, he doesn't say a word. But I'm like, is that Lance Henriksen? And I had to go look it yeah. up. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. I've seen this movie several times. Uh, we didn't really talk about it after I said this is what we're going to watch. So have either of you ever seen this film? No. I may as well not have. I've remembered like almost nothing about it. I saw it when I was a kid. All right. Well, as per tradition then, um, Ian, go ahead. Uh, so I, I, I watched this on Amazon, and I'm reading the description, and it calls this movie a sci-fi adventure. So that was a fucking lie. Uh, this this movie is not an adventure in anything except how fucking bored can we make the audience? Like, that's... My God. This movie is heralded as one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all times. This movie sucks. It is boring as fuck. Like, I'm talking about strip club on a Monday night in Panama City boring. Well, that's all about who you go to the strip club with on a Monday night. We 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 were never bored at the strip club on a Monday night in Panama City, but I digress. Um, hmm. All right, kind of had a feeling that was going to be your response to it, in Seth. I, I I kind of enjoy the film. I I I think the special effects are super ambitious for their time, and I think they still hold up. Uh, I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of the tension that goes through the film, uh, and yeah, I, I, I like I, I like I, I like finding out. But I'm I like finding out with uh, with Richard Dreyfuss's character what's going on, um, and why they keep seeing this vision of the of the plateau, and uh, what's driving them to get there why they have this undying urge to see and why it's tearing their lives apart. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's a cool little, I think it's a cool little alien film. It's one of the better ones out there in my opinion. It's better than fucking signs. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> uh, not a, yeah. So, Ian, I'm very curious to find out why you found this movie boring because from the jump, it kind of just takes off. I mean, right out of the gate, 
shit just starts popping off and you've got an alien car chase for fuck's sakes. We have def different definitions of takes off. Uh, I mean, no, it really didn't. And that was, if, if that was your definition of a car chase, then seriously, I, I, I think I need to give you a dictionary. I've got one around here somewhere because you've just mislabeled two different things. This is, this movie is just not fun to watch. It's, it drags in so many places and it, it, it just doesn't deliver what it promises well enough at the end to where it was worth sitting through two hours and 12 minutes of my life. By the way, this movie is way too long. Uh, and, and there was a director's cut and I, and I learned my lesson the last time, uh, we, we, uh, I think it was what apocalypse now I'm like, Oh fuck. No, I'm not doing a director's cut of anything ever again. If I've never seen the film, especially when I looked at how long it was, fuck that. This movie is, has serious pacing problems. It doesn't deliver on the aliens and it's just a drag. Mm. Does it not deliver on the... Are you talking about the look of the aliens? Because No, I'm talking about the, the them showing up at the end and then Richard Dreyfus just takes off and you know they don't do anything. They just take Richard Dreyfus and leave. What was the point of watching them this whole time if all we're going to do is see them for two minutes, they pick up one passenger, and then they leave? No, there was no point to any of this except for the fact that yeah, they confirmed, I guess, that there were aliens on that ship. Well, no shit. We knew that the entire time. There there was no payoff at all. It was dumb. <laughs> I think this was a classic case of Ian's expectations not being met. I, I think you read the description of the film. <clears throat> And oh, had no, no, it no. in your mind that it was going to be one thing and it wound up being something completely different. I had no expectations because this is a film that no one in my social circle has ever talked about. It's one of those movies that just people either haven't seen or forgot that they saw. Like Seth just said at the beginning, he said he might as well have never seen it because he forgot. No one was a no, child. Nobody I know talks about this film in this at all. Uh, you could talk about any other film in my collection, and there's like, oh yeah, I've definitely seen that, or I I haven't seen it. No, why does no one mention this movie? Because it sucks. The same way, the same way, we talked about how no one we know talks about Dune. Remember that conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My point was made. I mean, it's not a very valid point. I mean, that's like, you know, your opinion, man. Um, you know, if you thought it sucked, then, hey, you know, it just wasn't for you. Seth and I, on the other hand, really enjoy this film. I, I, I think it's a, it's a nice little piece of old Hollywood. And mm -hmm. uh, it, it uh, I think it embraces a lot of what sci-fi used to be, especially in the 50s and 60s. Oh no! Wait, in the fifties and sixties, and sci-fi, the aliens were the bad guys all the time. It was the best era of bad cheesy B movie alien the, movies that we could ever possibly get. This one, the aliens are nothing. They are just there in the worst way because you never see them. In the end, you do. Oh, big yeah, fucking I mean... deal. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't you don't you don't have to see them throughout the entirety of the movie. I mean, they don't have to be. This isn't ET. They don't have to be plastered on the screen every five minutes to. But they're not you know, even relevant. Serve the purpose. They're not even relevant. The, this could have easily gone the, the other entire... way. Of they there weren't any aliens. Richard Dreyfus just went crazy or mass hysteria. It doesn't matter because there was no payoff at all. So why even bother? For, how for a, how were they a, irrelevant? The the entire movie was centered around them. Yeah, because you saw them in the beginning for a minute, maybe less, and then that just takes over Richard Dreyfuss's entire life, and then we see it at the end. Who fucking cares? Seriously, this movie wasted my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I like the allure and, and the and the little bit of mystery involved to, uh, throughout the film, um, especially when they come and take kind of they take the kid. Uh, mm-hmm. No matter how how innocent their intentions are, that happening around you is terrifying. And yeah, I, I, I love I, I love the you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you I love looking at this movie I think it's beautiful. I think this movie's gorgeous. It's one of Spiel- it's, it's one of Spielberg's best looking films. No, no, the end is a good looking film. the The rest is just a movie. The end is where it really shows off. It's it's flexing its nuts then and there and nowhere else. There's there's a lot of great camera angles that he uses. A lot of a lot of a lot of aperture and, and a lot of great focus. And, and uh, you know that's I just I'm, I'm sick right now and I can't articulate. <laughs> but, yeah, but I know what you're saying, and I'm also going to disagree with you. He made a movie; he didn't invent them. Okay, like this, the, the, this I, has been done. Okay, I, mean, uh, I know, I know, I know, I know the man's a legend. But this is everybody gets one, and this is my one. I'm going to be the most. I'm I'm going to be the only voice of reason, apparently, or at least the angriest person on this on this episode because I just don't see how you two like this movie so much. And I've, like I said, I've never, ever in my life heard anyone mention it. It was one of the first sci-fi films to gain uh, mainstream notoriety. He Spielberg was one of the first directors that actually took sci-fi from this. It was always just this B-movie kind of trash, this schlock, and... Spielberg was one of the first directors that helped elevate it to, uh, you know, it, this is cinema and it can and it can be taken seriously if you know how to make a movie. Well, give me B movie trash lock any day. <laughs> it's a, it, this this film's kind of a it, you know, I, I get why you don't like it. I totally do, but the film is important uh, in the grand scheme of, of cinema. If it's so goddamn important, then how come I've never heard of it? Or, I've heard of it, but how come nobody talks about it? Well, that that's it's weird that you say that, because how I picked this movie is once Seth said he was sick and wasn't able to go see Wakanda Forever, I literally was like, alright, what good movie can we watch? So I literally googled the top 100 most influential movies of all time, and this and, was on there. And then when and you couldn't find a movie on that movie. list, you just went somewhere else and pulled one out of your ass. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, I like that movie a lot. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Let's talk about it. 
Uh, I would I would so much and I mean this I would rather watch my science project or Dune than watch this again. Dune, you'd rather watch Dune than this? Are you I, serious? I I I, yeah, I rather would because it, it, I I swear to God I was you, you, so goddamn were, bored. I I you, almost you were, no 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 this is this is true. I almost pulled a Seth and turned this movie off. I was I was prepared to do this podcast without even having finished this movie. I was so fucking bored. You are t- you are now teetering on the line of the only person speaking with reason to the most irrational person speaking. Um, because, yeah, to say that you didn't like it, sure, I get it. But to say it was garbage like that and comparing it to Dune, come on. I'm only comparing it to come Dune on. because it's just another one of those movies that gets high praise that it doesn't fucking deserve. Oh, it looks pretty? Great. The story's still trash. I disagree wholeheartedly. I think it's a fun film. Well, then you I two talk about it, because great. we're only 13 minutes in, and it's just been a bitch fest this whole time. You guys talk about the technical prowess and whatever, and I'll sit back and jump in when I see fit. Oh, my God. <laughs> you you seriously found uh, there was there was no intrigue at all? No, I did not. I really didn't. I tried. I, I seriously tried. I, I finished this movie about four hours ago, and it was a long two and a half or two, two hours and 12 minutes of my life. I swear to God, I couldn't find anything. Nothing against Richard Dreyfus. He's, he's a good actor. He's a fantastic actor. This, this just is not a good story. It's very boring. It drags along. It drags at a snail's pace, and it takes you by the ear while it's taking you there. And then when you get there, you finally get there. The last 20 minutes of the movie, there's like maybe two sentences of dialogue. It's nothing but Steven Spielberg flexing his fucking the nuts at you, jingling keys. That doesn't make up for the two hours that I just spent having to get to this point. And then, I don't see and then Richard Dreyfuss gets on the ship and then he just leaves and then cut to credits. Like, wow, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, fuck me then. Okay. I, I, See, yeah. I from from the beginning of the film, these these old planes start appearing and these ships that have been missing, and comes to find out that these aliens have been taking people. Why? It doesn't matter why. I it go oh, don't you fucking dare! It absolutely matters. <laughs> no, it if they're just gonna drop them off, it fucking matters because that that was supposed to be the big mystery. Uh, that's they introduced the movie with the planes, and then you see later the ship, and then they just drop them off, and no one fucking talks about it. That is bullshit. It fucking matters. Well, it, how would you know? Because. The only way that they can communicate with these with these beings is through tones and and light. I didn't make the fucking movie, okay? I'm not asking you how it happened or how, <coughs> how they're supposed to explain it to me. That's that's Spielberg's fault, okay? At least ET could communicate. Another fucking Spielberg movie. How about that shit? You're your, your cynicism is being like. I'm not going to say it's unwarranted because, yeah, I can't tell you to like the movie if you don't like the movie. But your 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 harshness is very unwarranted here. Okay, I'm just saying, if you're going to introduce the whole people being kidnapped thing, just to drop them off later, many of them missing for 40 years, and they haven't aged today, and you don't explain it, that's lazy storytelling. 
No, it doesn't have to be explained because it has nothing to do with the centris with the centralism of the movie. It's how the fucking movie that's started. Well, that's how they introduce what's going on in the movie. It's not relevant to the actual story. All right, yeah, we found Flight Nineteen. Then, if it's not relevant to the story, the, why is it here? Why we is found it here? Flight 19 that disappeared off, we found Flight 19 that disappeared off the Bermuda Triangle. This is my now it's in the fucking no, Sonora Desert out the, of nowhere. This is my revenge for you two fuckers with Stardust, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm tearing this movie down. If it's not relevant to the story, why is it here? It has no relevance to the plot. It doesn't need to be here. It does. No, that, you know that aliens... We already know aliens are here because the... the town of bumfuck all saw them and then they all got together and came out at night we didn't need to see the plane thing if they're just going to see them in this colorado utah nevada wherever the fuck they are town so what's the point i mean if they kidnap the kid that's fine they just let him go in a day or two whatever he's all fine but why introduce the whole pilot and sailor story if it doesn't mean anything and you're not going to explain it maybe they thought the kid was in danger and just dropped him off i don't know not every single bit of technicality has to be explained. I mean, this movie doesn't it, it doesn't have to hold your hand like that. I mean, that's not hand know, holding. It, that's just um, lazy writing. It's just laziness. No, it's, it's exactly that's exactly what it is. You wanted this movie to hold your hand and explain every fine detail that was put on screen. No, I don't because there's li- there's there's nothing that needs to be explained about this movie except for why they were taking people. I don't care why they're here. Why are they taking people? Because it's the only thing that they do in the movie. The aliens don't do anything. I know the character's motivations. He wants to fucking, you know, make sure that he's not crazy and, you know, prove that this is not a dream or whatever the fuck he said at the end. But that's not that's not me wanting my hand held. That's me wanting you explain to me why you put this in your fucking movie. Well, the guys that are in like the red jumpsuits or whatever that start to board the ship um, I don't uh, they don't even they, they didn't even board the ship I think they, they were just the ones chosen and the aliens just chose Richard Dreyfus for no reason nobody else got on that ship that we saw well we didn't even really see Richard Dreyfus well that's true yeah <clears throat> No, I think that they have been that there's there's been a cycle and they've been exchanging being. I don't know that they like they don't they don't go into it and explain it. There's supposed to be an old school sense of wonder uh, mm. that you're supposed to see or supposed to have rather. Supposed and, to have, yeah. But there's no there's now. No- I, I will say this: this this kind of borderlines into 2001 territory when it comes to that because uh, hmm. I'll go ahead and say this now uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey is a massive piece of shit and I hate that fucking movie trust me I made the comparison to that movie halfway through this one but I don't think I've ever seen that don't th- don't it's crap floating in space that's all it is <laughs> and there's so many different uh, parts of the movie that where it's like 10 to 12 minutes of no one talking. It's like, why is that here? Mm-hmm. But at least in this, we have, you know, we have some story. Some. But, 
And I said, I, I, you know, you're supposed to have this sense of wonder and, 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 you know, not supposed to know everything that was happening. Uh, you're, you're kind of seeing the whole thing from, from Drivis's character's perspective. And when except you, for the parts that you're not, when you except, just, yeah. when you just, when you just drift off to the military or whatever, for no reason, like if I'm just supposed to see it through his eyes, fine, then don't show us the plane thing or the ship thing. And just let it happen to this town is all I'm saying. I'm holding this movie accountable because that's what we do around here. I feel like some things y'all are just choosing to ignore. No, I'm not ignoring anything. I'm just taking it for what it is within the confines of the film. Again, I don't need to know why they dropped the planes off in the desert or the ship off in the desert or why they're taking people. Aliens are just taking people. Allegedly, aliens take people in real life, and nobody knows the fuck why. Why should this movie be any different than that? Like as Seth said, there's supposed to be a sense of wonder. You're supposed to do some critical thinking and, you know, let the story flow through your head as you see fit. I mean, interpret it how you will. It doesn't have to explain it. That's funny because... I feel like you are because in other movies you we have clearly laid out hey if you're going to if you're going to do this you have to explain it to us like with Dune for example when you know they keep saying at the end that our main character Paul which is still fucking stupid Paul is like the he's the 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 king comma suture or whatever the fuck they call him and we don't know what that is we needed an explanation because in certain in many movies, the spice, the spice. Yeah, what is that? We made the same. We made the same big deal about Dune when they didn't give us certain Atlas. things, and things just happened. Why are you not doing the same for this movie? Because it's two completely different styles of film. I mean, everything in Dune was allegedly supposed to be like Dune was just an exposition fest. That's all Dune was. It was exposition after exposition. After exposition, there was very little to no story whatsoever. This has a story. This has a, this this has uh, this has a lot of character work. Um, there's there's a lot of time spent on on, on developing who who drive especially who Dreyfus is. And no, pretty much why, only who Dreyfus is. Yeah, They're, nobody else. Everyone else is just here. Now that I'll agree with. Everybody else is like not central to the to the uh, except for like the Frenchman. Um, no, not really. Not him either. What about Travis's wife? They just have they they developed her to be one of the worst mothers ever. Yeah, and ever. then and that's another I'm not, thing. I'm not going to get a job. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> and that's another thing. Am I supposed to like Richard Dreyfus by the end of this film because he just fucked off and left his whole family? No, they left him. <laughs> no, she left with the kids. The kids didn't want to leave. She still took them. Yeah, so what? That's what court is for. I mean, the, the, <laughs> this is the one point of the film that I will agree with Ian on. He did just kind of fuck off and was like, hey, do hmm. I want to go back to my family or do I want to go play with aliens in space? Hmm. Yeah. Three children. Let's go play with aliens in space. Three young children <laughs> that would that may never see their dad again until they're in their fifties. I'll agree with you that the children should have at least been consulted first. But he, in his defense, he did kind of do it on a whim. No, it's established pretty early on that he kind of doesn't want to be there. I and mean, you see him interacting with the kids. 
I mean, he tells the one that's beating the the doll against the fucking playpen, "You're near death." Yeah, uh, but uh, I, yeah, I, he he just he he didn't care. And, yeah, so how is you know, this? So that doesn't his... really make him a likable character. So why should mm-hmm. I care about him? I wasn't caring about him. I was caring about uh, his his revelation. I wanted yeah. him to find out what was real and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, get the get the answer that he was looking for. Why am I having this vision of this place? Why why are other people having the same vision? And why am I being compelled to come here? Why am, why are they trying to stop me from coming here? Yeah, and every single one of the quote-unquote astronauts at the end of the film that are suited up ready to go, they were just like him. They were all people that had had the same vision that he had that led them to where they were at. I didn't get that. So it's not I, thought like those, I thought those they were like, actually chosen by the military. I thought no, Dreyfus no, was chosen they, because he was the only one that actually made it. No. Um, they, were, they were of the same vision because it established a little bit earlier in the film when he's being interrogated by the Frenchman and the interpreter, you know, they've got pictures of all these people that have had the same vision he's had. And it was, those were the people that were in the jumpsuit. It was the same people. So they were chosen by the, they were basically invited by the aliens to be there. Um, and some, you know, some subconscious, um, fucking, uh, telepathic way. Okay. Uh, if you so, will. So so the aliens invited uh, those people. Here's a question. To what end? Why? To to join them in their spaceship and go to space. I mean, that's that's Yeah. That's, that's, that's I, not an answer. I I, 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 I saw it I saw it kind of like kind of like it was like like the elves taking Frodo. To the Undying Lands, it was kind of like a gift. Yeah. Like, you can come with us and see this one. No, don't agree with him. I'm just saying. No, I'm talking to Dasher. He's like, yeah. Like, you didn't know. (laughs) Oh, no, I mean, that that makes sense. I mean, what he said makes sense. I mean, it's... I mean, that's... that's, uh, As good as... Yeah, it's as good an explanation as you'll find. That's that's what I got out of it. That's because any explanation is better than no explanation. Which is what we got. No explanation. And, right. and there are there are other there are other movies that yes I would have I would have gone and stood atop a hill and fired my gun just like he is doing. But uh, yeah. I like this movie. I don't know why, but I like this movie. Y'all can have um, it. I do too. I don't, but I don't think it's a movie I'll watch often. I don't think it's a movie I'll no, watch like again. <laughs> like I said, when, when, when I was younger, I watched it a lot, but um, it had been, again, when I said at the beginning of the episode, at least 15, maybe even 20 years since I've seen it. Because mm-hmm. um, I had this movie on LaserDisc. Yeah, and that oh, was wow. probably a little bit before your time. Seth, you may remember. No, I oh, I remember LaserDisc. LaserDisc. Was a, LaserDisc was a thing, kids, that was used to watch films on before the invention of VHS. Um, What's so, VHS? Yeah, I, I had this on la- <laughs> right. <laughs> I had this on LaserDisc, so I watched it a lot as a youth. Um, as a youth, and my name, my name actually pops up in this film. 
um, which you know is kind of fun, but that's that's not really important. I didn't notice. I didn't either. Yeah, when 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 the mothership lands and it's like naming off all the people that is letting off the ship. Matt da- Matthew Dasher was one of the people that was letting ah. off the ship. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, I, if y'all got anything else, I'm done bitching. <laughs> I give this movie a solid. Uh, <clears throat> give, I give it a solid A minus. I give it a B plus. There's some things I wish were different, but. Um, for for the most part, I, I like the I like the journey. That's that's what yeah. I wanted. That's the that's what I wanted to say earlier. This this movie's about the journey, not the destination. Right. Ian, what? <laughs> you know, he gives us an F. <laughs> you don't want me to do that. You do not want me to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I kind of do. This movie's a fucking D because it sucks, dick. <laughs> so oh. with that being said, what do you got next week for us, Ian? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something nice for Labyrinth. for yeah for Seth's Labyrinth. fiance because she's like we should do, you should do take some of our suggestions. I was like, give me a list, and she gave me a list, and I went to the bottom mm. of that list, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, Labyrinth. Ever since we did Never Ending Story, I've wanted to do Labyrinth with David Bowie and was it Jennifer Connelly? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jennifer Connolly. George George Henson. I think this is probably Jim the first Henson. George Henson. Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Jim Henson. George put some Henson put some George. fucking respect on his name. <laughs> I think this is the first Henson film that we're ever going to cover on the podcast. Mm, yeah. we're, we're we're nearing like 150 200 episodes. We're somewhere in that area already. I don't even fucking we're, remember. We're right we're, we're in the 170s. Mm. Good lord. Anyway, that's what we're doing next yep. week. Seth, what do you got for us after that? After that, we're going to watch Gremlins. That's right. Which another is puppet, movie. another puppet movie. Yay! <laughs> it's another puppet movie. I love yeah, puppets. but uh, I'd say and I've got my puppet work is better than Gremlins. I've got my pick for after that. Um, we're going to watch a movie that surprisingly I have never seen. It stars Antonio Banderas, and it's Zorro. You've never seen The Mask of Zorro? I've never seen The Mask of Zorro. With mm. The one with Anthony Hopkins, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. The, first the first one, one right? The first sequel, one. Yeah, the, first, the sequel's yeah. trash. Yeah, yeah I've, never, okay. I've never seen either of them. That's funny, because if, 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 you, if you had seen this movie, I could do a review of that right now. I watch that movie a lot. That is a fantastic mm-hmm. film. All right, well, we'll find out in three weeks' time. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I, don't even to, I don't even want to say it because then Seth's going to say it was fun, and this was not fun. Oh, was, you, was you, you, it was cathartic for you to admit I've it. been sitting on this for hours. So I was like, I, I can't go anywhere. I was going to go eat. I was like, no, because then I'm going to I'm gonna be late for the podcast. And if I'm late for the podcast, then I won't get to let all this anger out. And I'm fucking going to go off on the guy at Applebee's or something. So it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.